This is Golf Talk with Zach Trexler and Sean O'Donnell. All right, well, let's go ahead and hop right into it. Um, so last week on the PGA Tour, um, I can't remember the name of the event. Can you remind me of the name of the event, Sean? I don't remember. Palmer Invitational. That's right. The the, the Arnie the Arnie Palmer. That's right. Uh, I hope you had some. Yeah, did you drink some iced tea and, and lemonade with that while you were watching it? Um, no. Is that is that? Oh, it's actually named after the drink. That's clever. Um, I never thought of that. Yeah, I think I think. Um, man, what's his name? David Duval. I think he he invented the. Uh, the Long Island, or not the Long Island, the uh, the Arnold Palmer is what's called. It's just you know a little a little iced tea and some lemonade. Oh, classic. Anyways, classic. David um, still alive. Yeah, it's a classic drink. Yeah, I think he lives in the Denver area. Uh, last I heard, oh, wow. or has a house here. He probably has a house in in every major city because he's won so much money in his <laughs> lifetime. But... How much money did those guys really? He probably won like a hundred thousand dollars or something. Like I don't know. Wait, when was he even good? <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe like three hundred thousand dollars. I mean, he was good about twenty years ago, right? It's been about twenty yeah, years. I, I don't know. I wasn't born then. I was. I was. Fuck. <laughs> 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 um, okay, David Duvall. Um, yeah, that's before. Well, before I don't think I he's playing this week, though, right? He might be in the Punta Comana or whatever the fuck the other tournament is that we're not going to talk about. Tony Romo is playing in the uh, Punta Cana Championship, so David Duvall might be like an eight thousand dollar FanDuel golfer there. But so just keep me up to speed here. That tournament you just named off is that the event this week that I can play on DraftKings? Yeah, we're Dell Technologies Match Play. It's the World Golf Championship, second one of the year, and live from Austin, Texas. Uh, third year they're hosting the tournament. I mean, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't looked at. I haven't looked. Yeah, sorry, I haven't looked at. Uh, actually, I have, and I still. You know, you'll you'll notice that you don't really get a lot of information about the event from from the daily fantasy sports websites like DraftKings. I don't. I don't know the name of the event until I ask you. <laughs> Tiger, who? What is it? Is he back? Is he? <laughs> Can we confirm or deny it? Tiger's back. Tiger. Well, he's not back this week. Uh, you know, the world golf rankings have not caught up to popular opinion and uh, the opinion of your average DraftKings user, and they have not included him in the top 65 golfers in the world or whatever, whatever it is, 64. Um, so he's not participating this week. Um, yeah. Are are you gonna miss him? Um, Having him around? Yeah, I think so. I think. I mean, I still want to fade him. I don't know. I understand you had a a pretty uh, pretty dangerous lineup last week. Did that feature Tiger Woods for you in uh, in your DraftKings tournament? No, it didn't. I think if I would have had Tiger, I might have won. <laughs> um, but I didn't use him. I I only finished forty ninth in my best. Uh, uh, Line up for my, my my twenty entry max contest last week, um, but yeah, I didn't I didn't have him. Did you? Uh, no, no tiger at all. Uh, he gave he gave a little scare there. I think. Um, yeah, I don't know. As long as he's thirty five percent owned, I'm off him. 
And and yeah, this tournament this week would be the yeah. Me too. I, I just don't think he's worth it. Anybody who's thirty five percent owned. Um, so right. yeah, if he were playing, I do miss him because if he were playing this week, it would be another opportunity to not play him. I I shouldn't. I mean, it's obvious that he's got something really good going on, but still, like, uh, I mean, give me just give me Justin Johnson, give me Jordan Spieth, uh, give me Justin Thomas, give me Paul Casey before you give me Tiger Woods. If the Masters were held this week, and I think we touched on this last week, if the Masters were held this week, uh, Woods would be uh, the odds-on favored. In fact, I think you can bet him right now if you have somehow a way to to bet yeah, that, that kind of thing. You want? Uh, I'm I'm currently booking Tiger Woods to lose the Masters bet. <laughs> max, max ten dollars. No, I th- I think I'm with you on that. Yeah, I think I'm um, with you on that. Yeah. Yeah. No, he's he's there. So he's not playing this week. Let's go ahead and move on, right? Because because I mean, no one wants to talk about Tiger Woods for for a half an hour. Um, he's not if he, especially if he's not even playing. So so it's match play. What's your what's your strategy? for approaching this this unique contest that's offered by DraftKings. I, I feel like I got a pop-up message when I when I was clicking on the contest earlier today and I, I didn't read it. Uh, can you fill me in on what I what on what I didn't didn't read? Um yeah, I I kind of glanced at it and kind of glazed over um, cuz it's a lot of like mental gymnastics you could play with the scoring they've set up um you know, I think the moral of the story really is it's going to be random as fuck. Uh, more random than your normal tournament, and the way to handle that is fade everyone, um, which is kind of a fun strategy. Um, I don't know. The guys are getting points for holes not played. Um, there's, you know, unlike a normal tournament where you have, like, half the field getting two rounds and half the field making the cut and getting four rounds, there's going to be all these staggered progressions of, um, you know, rounds played. For guys, everyone's going to get three, uh, and then the winner, like if you make it to the finals, you'll play seven rounds of golf, I think. I'm, I'm... If I'm a golfer, you know, and I play golfer for once in a while, if I, if I get the opportunity to play seven rounds of golf um, in, in a week, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to just take that offer. Um, what do you, what's, your, what's your take on that one? Yeah, I think that's an angle, but I don't know what to do with it. I think especially the last two days, Saturday and Sunday, the guys will be playing two rounds in a day um which i mean these guys have done that a lot in their life uh and they're at least guys are hitting a shit ton of range balls and stuff before and after rounds um you know i think there is something to that the one guy that that comes to mind when i think of that is our buddy um yeah, sorry kevin chapel is just like so so high on my mind but uh our, our other buddy uh, patrick cantlay uh, who has deliberately played a reduced schedule since he's come back from a pretty massive injury problem. And, you know, if I want to get cute and think about that angle, uh, I wonder if Patrick Cantlay has the stamina or the desire to really put himself through, like, seven rounds in five days. Um, you know, if you want to go there. I'm not super inclined to go there. Uh, if Patrick Cantley's super high owned, it might be something I use to like make myself feel less bad about not selling out on him because typically we sell out on a Patrick Cantley uh, in general. Do these guys not not practice enough to, to constitute generally playing a round a day anyways? I mean, yeah, I, I kind of feel like I guess I, I sort of assume those guys practice. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think that's a good point. 
Um, I, I don't know enough about actual practical golf at the pro level um, to know what the comparison is there. If they, I mean, they're probably taking well, maybe less, maybe less next swing. week I can call around and, and I can try and get some caddies to join our, our podcast. Um, so, do you think you'll have a large amount of of Patrick Cantley in in your your lineups this week? Um, it all depends on ownership. Like I said, it's like the name of the game here is fade everyone. Um, that said, I mean, I think you can have one high-owned golfer in a lineup. Um, uh, you know, for me, that might be Paul Casey this week, though. I think he'll come in really high-owned again. He's 8800 bucks coming off a win. Everybody loves him now, unfortunately. Um, so I don't know. If you start in this tournament, if you start wanting to roster, like, Paul Casey and Cantlay and, like, somebody like a Dustin Johnson who's going to be decently owned – it's like, where do you get different? Um, you limit in your options to get different. I think in a tournament, you really need to get like all four finalists in order to win like this big $100,000 prize on DraftKings. Um, yeah, and it's like limiting your options to get different if you got three roster spots on guys that are chalk. So there'll be some spots for Yeah, it's interesting. There'll be some spots for them, but uh, I, I'm not... I'm not inclined to like own them 100 percent like maybe i would in a normal tournament so it sounds like any question i'm going to ask you is going to depend on ownership can you can you fashion just a wild guess as to what what sort of ownership uh pat cantlay is going to be having this week at uh at draftkings.com yeah it's a tough spot with the tournament starting early this week on wednesday morning um you know everyone's doing their research early but uh, there's not a lot out there as far as um, getting a pulse on who everyone's talking about uh, yet. But, I mean, just based on sheer salary and performance and what I know, I, and these are all going to be inflated. I have a feeling with a 64 golfer field and some dead weight in there, some of these guys are going to be 40% plus owned even in, uh, in, in the tournaments. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't know. If you're... You can maybe throw a number out there. I could see Cantlay up 30 40%. Um, if, if I'm right about – I mean, that's – people should love him that much is the thing, but sometimes they don't, you know. So hopefully we'll get a better read on that as the week goes on. Do you think people are concerned about the injury that you were just talking about? No, I don't think um, – I don't think people really factor that in much at all. I think that, you know, I don't know if anyone pays a lot of attention to his story. Um and I'm kind of piggybacking on what a friend of mine told me who's more privy to, like, some tour stuff. This makes me sound super douchey, but... Uh, <laughs> Absol- absolute. I mean, that's really... That's, that, that, that guy sounds pretty annoying, whatever his name is, but yeah. And, uh, and, uh, so, um, they, they, I don't know. And I'm kind of, like, reading in between, like, several lines there. But I, I just wonder... I know that he's taken care to not overextend himself since he's come back. Um, cue, cue Patrick Cantley marching to victory this weekend. Like I said, I've got some spots for him, but I might not go 100% on him based on ownership. So that means you're, you're saving your, uh, some spots for, for Kevin Chappell. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Kevin Chappell, man, that was uh, that made me feel good last week to see him uh, deliver. At the same time, he's kind of uh, blown his cover, as I like to say. 
Um, would have nice. Would have been nice to get like a bigger prize off of him last week because um, he was popular last week and did well, and that's gonna steamroll into uh, a really high ownership this week. So uh, there's there's still how many strokes uh, did he lose? Sorry, how many strokes did he lose putting last week? He got most of them back on Sunday. He he him and Norin. I was bitching about him and Norin all week. He got most of them back on Sunday. Um, not as many back as Roy McIlroy got. That's that's worth noting. Roy Mac Rory McIlroy is a big fade for me this week. Um, you know, Tiger was back last week. Now Rory's back. Rory's uh got the storyline of being made for match play. And this dude probably gained nine or ten strokes putting last week. Like it was just a disgusting number. Um, he did have a beast tee to green round on Sunday. But that was the first time he's pulled that out in, on American soil in God knows how long. Um, even if he does set up well here, his salary is lower than it should be. Uh, it, it, tournament, the tournament's so random. The format is so random here. Uh, give me, give me one of these other world-class guys. There's ten other world-class golfers sandwiched around him on the on the salary chart. Uh, give me one of those guys. If Rory is going to be 30, 40 percent owned, I'm off him. So let's ignore the the salaries, ignore everything except for who do you think will win this match play uh, tournament event this weekend? Uh, Dustin Johnson's your tailor-made favorite for this tournament. I like uh, I like the angle of driving distance in a match play. Um, I think it's a huge advantage to be able to hit second on your approach shot because uh, you know what kind of shot you have to hit. You know, if your if your opponent puts it close to the pin, well then you got to go for it. And if your opponent puts it in the water, well then you can just cruise right in there and and go for an easy par and win the hole. Um, so that's a big advantage that'll add up over time. Uh, so DJ's it. Uh, Justin Thomas is. It's starting to look like a, a DJ clone in some respects, like a little mini DJ. Is, you know, he's really attractive to me because I think people don't want to pay an extra thousand bucks for him, an extra fourteen hundred bucks for him over a Jordan Spieth or a McElroy. So I think his ownership will be really favorable for some of these big DraftKings tournaments. Oh, that's an exciting comparison. I don't think I'd ever I've, I've heard that one before. Uh, you know, comparing uh, Thomas to to Dustin Johnson, um, interesting concept there. Um, so, yeah. so you're you're you like you like DJ. You think w- will you be using him uh, in your lineups? I want to guess no because he's probably going to be high owned. He's probably going to be what? Uh, he's going to be higher owned than than most. Yeah, I think I think DJ. I think what I'm hoping is that Rory eats a ton of ownership. Um, down at ten thousand dollars. I'm I'm not sure, but I'm guessing these salaries were put out before, um, before Rory's win last week. They almost had to have been. Um, so yeah, DJ, um, will be right there. I mean, Rom and Spieth will be popular too. I think DJ and Rom were the finalists last year in this, if I'm not mistaken. And um, you know, they'll probably share ownership some. But yeah, DJ will have a respectable, but hopefully not prohibitive ownership, because I'd like to roster him some. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, I like your uh, your driving um, 
barometer as a way to you know predict who's going to do well. I think like you said, hitting hitting second off the the fairway on your approaches has to be advantageous uh, in some way or another. Um, let's shift gears for a second. I'd like to talk about uh, you know a little daily fantasy sports strategy, uh, you know, just, just concepts and stuff. Do you, do you play in, in cash games? Are you a, a double up, uh, 50, 50 kind of guy? Um, I've gone away from that in golf. Um, you know, as I've played it more and more and, um, you know, I think, I think honestly a big part of the reason for that is just that putting that bulk of money into basketball has been more profitable uh, over the past couple years. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's doable. I just, I've got a limited bankroll, and so um, the variance in golf is so high, the amount that I'd want to wager to be, to grind out cash games um, isn't as appealing to me as playing the, uh, the tournaments in golf. I mean, golf just lends itself to tournament play. Um, with the high variance and one chance per week, um, it's pretty extreme. Um, so I feel I sort of think if I could pick if I could pick 12, 12 golfers uh, in a lineup, I feel like I would have a more more uh, comfortable uh, approach to playing in, in those kinds of games. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, when once FanDuel did away with even the eight, um, it really, you know, like I said, if you've got a huge bankroll and you're a pro. Um, yeah, you know, there's no reason not to, but, uh, that's not me. Um, yeah, I would love it. I would love to pick 10 golfers every week. I would absolutely love it, but it's kind of a catch 22 because I guess they've done studies that say not as many people will play, which, well, that's a whole nother story. I remember almost three years ago now, there was a hundred thousand dollar tournament every single week on DraftKings and with some of the legal challenges and stuff, they kind of squashed that and haven't quite been able to get the momentum back but uh yeah on some level maybe not as many people would play i i wish that we could kind of push through that and and you know get enough uh education and emphasis behind golf that people are really happy to pick eight nine ten golfers but that's not where we're at yeah it's it's interesting i feel like uh those those games these days are you know are generally geared towards uh pros i don't see many many average uh you know golf fans picking that up and and saying hey i want to play in a contest where i can risk two dollars and win four dollars you know i just don't i don't see that so <laughs> i think that's the the problem there so let's get back to the event this week the match play uh give me some uh give me some guys who you're you're kind of looking at who who might be you know uh, forgotten about low low end ownership type of guys that you want to use. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the ownership is is a tough gauge right now, but I know like, I mean, yeah, getting outside the high end. I'll start from the bottom. Uh, James Hahn is somebody that I'm hoping isn't like massively owned, even though he's not a secret. Nobody in this field's a secret, but uh, he's got. Um, He's got a good pulse to him for being like one of the handful of cheapest guys out here. Uh, Charles Howell third, same deal, but he's really well known. Um, you know, it's tough. My two favorite guys in the mid range are uh, you know, Cantlay and Chapel, and they're both really popular. 
Somebody that might be a good pivot from that is Xander Schauffele. I have no idea how to say his last name. Um, just because he's sandwiched between them, maybe some guys don't jump at him quite as much. Luke List is right there with them salary-wise, and he's going to be really popular, but for good reason. It It's tough. I'm glad this tournament is set up this way because a lot of the guys I really like are going to be really popular. Um, and it's easier for me to fade them and just trust that, like, you, you got to go against the grain a little bit. Um, yeah. Um, would you recommend, would you recommend, like, if, you know, if you've got, like, say, you know, a couple of empty spots on one of your lineups, just to draw some names out of a hat? Is that, that does that seem like a reasonable idea for this mm-hmm. kind of event? Uh, I mean, I think we can do a little better than draw some names out of a hat. But, uh, you know, I mean, yeah, we know a little better than draw some names out of a hat. But, uh, I mean, really, I mean, really, everyone in the field um, is a, it's not like there's even a sponsor's invite or guys that are in on exemptions. Like, you have to be world golf ranking top 64, and then there's some guys that are in because, like, uh, Ricky and Stenson have withdrawn. So, like, top 67, 68 golfers in the world. Um, yeah, some of them are, like, Asian Tour and Euro Tour guys that aren't as great. But, like, they've done something in the last few months, in the last year, to get that ranking. And they're all capable of winning golf tournaments. So, um, yeah, there's there's nobody in this tournament that should be, like, 0.1% owned. Um, unless, well, who's who's a guy that you think is just going to be completely overrated and do not use him? He will be overowned, and you don't want to use him. Like name that guy. I mean, I think that would be Tiger Woods if if that were if he were playing, but he's not playing. So give me give me this event. Uh, give, give me the bad guy that you don't want to have in your lineups. Rory McIlroy. Uh, yeah, I mean, okay, last so week's Rory. performance, right. he, he had one monster round on Sunday, granted. It was all putting-based. Um, his salary, it's a perfect Gained like 12 strokes putting, yeah. Yeah, his salary is so low that he's going to be massive owned here, and, like, you just might as well fade him in tournaments. I mean, you, it's just the right play. Yeah, so I think I think avoiding him makes sense. I think using the guys that you mentioned, uh, you know, Chapel on... Uh, can't lay seem like best bets. I think I'm gonna make some lineups with those guys, um, and you know I think that's all we got this week. Um, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and again, you know I, I really wish everyone the best of luck, but I don't really want you guys to win because I still like like to winning and I I almost worked last week. Maybe we can do better this week. So so thanks, John. We'll talk to you later.